It is so good to see all of these smiling faces here with us this morning. Uh, we also just want to take a quick second and say good morning and welcome all of our visitors who have joined us on our live stream or on our podcast. So thank you guys for joining us here at Home Church. We are excited to have you guys with us this morning. All right, church, you guys know the routine by now. So as we get started this morning, uh, I would like to welcome Miss Anita for our children's church. So any of our kids that are here with us this morning, if you guys want to go ahead and make your way down front. Good morning. I love the sunshine. I understand it may not be here very much longer, so I guess we'll enjoy it while we can. What's this, kids? Snowflake. It's a snowflake. Have you ever looked at one really, really close? They are truly amazing. One snowflake is so tiny and so delicate, it melts the moment your finger touches it. But put a bunch of them together, and they can blanket the world in shimmering white. Or they can come crushing down, crashing, crushing, crashing down in an avalanche that destroys everything. Scientists tell us that no two snowflakes are exactly alike. They have discovered that the shape of a snowflake is determined by the journey it takes through the sky, the temperature, or how wet or how dry it is. Every snowflake starts forming, get this, from a speck of dust. It starts with dust. And then a tiny water droplet attaches itself to the dust, and that's what grows into the six-sided ice crystal. The crystal grows into a snowflake as it travels through the sky on its way to Earth. Since no two snowflakes are exactly the same, they don't go through the same journey, they're different just like you are. Do you ever feel like you're just another person in the crowd? That there's nothing special about you? that no one cares? If you thought that, you are wrong. No one else on the planet, not now or ever, will ever be like you. Just look at your fingerprints. Even identical twins don't have the same fingerprints. And that's not all that's special about you. Scientists can now use the retinas in your eyes, the shape of your ears, and your tongue print to identify you. God had a plan when he created you, and they are good plans. He wants you to follow him. When you follow him, you are never, ever alone. God has a journey planned for you. You won't be like the snowflakes blowing around wildly, not knowing where you're going or where you land. You will know exactly where you are headed because God is leading you in the right direction. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. You're never just another snowflake in the crowd. God sees you. He sees when you are frightened. He sees when you are lonely. He sees what you need, and he sees your hopes and your dreams. God sees you, and he loves you, and he understands you. You will always be all of you someone special to God. Now, second service, I hope you'll join me on our journey to Bethlehem. And kids, I have a snowflake for you. Oh. <laughs> Hand them out. Here, right here. Open it up. Thank you so much, Miss Anita, for another amazing message. And Thank you and your family for everything that you do for our children and how you love them and pour into them. Church, just while we're talking about our children, um, just a, a quick reminder again. So our children's area, from the check-in counter to the back door that meets up in the gymnasium, um, it is no access. So the only people that are permitted back there are going to be the parents and the children that are permitted to be back there, and then any of our home children's staff members will be the only people permitted in that hallway. 
So if you do need to get across to the other wing of our church to where the gymnasium and the church offices are, we would ask that you exit the front doors and then re-enter the building over by the gym. Uh, just a reminder, uh, last week we started up our Bible study during second service. Uh, Mr. Mike Machozik is leading this Bible study. Um, church, from what I have heard, you do not want to miss this Bible study. It is absolutely amazing. So, Mike, thank you so much for, uh, for leading this Bible study. And again, this is going to be during second service. And it's going to be right back in our history room if you are interested in joining. As you guys probably saw on your way in this morning, we do have our Christmas card boxes up in the lobby. So they are located just outside the door here to the left-hand side. And that's actually going to be the future site of our welcome center. So feel free to put your Christmas cards in the boxes. We would ask that you separate them in alphabetical order by the last name. And of course, don't forget to check the mailboxes to make sure that you didn't receive any yourself. Uh, today, after second service, we have our Christmas play practice that is going to be taking place in the gym. And just a reminder, that is going to be for everybody that is involved in the Christmas play. So after second service, uh, back in the gym. And speaking of the play... We have our uh, Christmas Eve service coming up on us very quickly. So this is going to be taking place December 24th at 5 p.m. And as we've been talking about, we have the play that we're actually putting on this year. It's going to be a very special time. You're not going to want to miss it. Please make sure that you are here with us. Come out and join us. Invite your friends and your family to come out as well. And then finally... Today, after second service, we are also having the Joy Potluck, and that is going to be taking place in the gym, so hopefully you remember to bring your favorite dish to share at the potluck this morning. All right, church, that is it as far as our announcements go, so we are prepared to move into our time of worship and giving this morning. So just a reminder that we do have a couple of very convenient ways for you to continue giving your tithes and offerings. If you're here with us in person and you happen to bring your tithes, we do have the offering box on the left-hand side as you exit the sanctuary. You can also continue to give online at our homechurchnv.org website, or you can also mail a check to our home church offices. So if you would, go ahead and bow your heads with me as we open in prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, we just come to you this morning, God giving you all the praise and the glory. God, we just thank you for another beautiful day that we get to gather together as a family and learn more about you to celebrate you and connect with you, God. Lord, I just pray that you bless our time that we have together this morning. And God, as we are collecting our tithes and offerings, God, I would just pray that you bless these offerings, bless these cheerful givers, God, that you take these uh, monies that we receive and that you multiply them and use them in ways that we couldn't imagine to help further your kingdom, to spread your love and your joy throughout this world, God. Lord, we just thank you for everything that you are continuing to do in our lives and in our church, God. We just give you all the praise and glory and thanks. Lord, we pray these things in your name. Amen. Can we give our brother a hand this morning for all he does? Thank you so very much, Mike. <clears throat> Helping us keep our children safe and, and everything that you do, we so appreciate you this morning. How many of you know uh, Santa Claus is coming to town? Right? He's coming, he's coming to town? But somebody, uh, maybe before or a little after, coming too. So... So I, I say that because we want to be ready for Santa, right? We want, to, we want to make sure we, but most importantly, we want to make sure we're ready for Jesus because Jesus Christ is coming to town. Uh, today, we remember um, his birth, and so today is a joyous day as we light the joy candle this morning. Amen. If I could have my, uh, our dear sisters, Beth Ann 
and Crystal Rowan, if you could please come and light the joy candle. And before you do, I'm going to read a scripture for us this morning. Thank you, ladies. Can we give a hand to these two beautiful women? If you guys want to stand right here, stand right here in front of me this morning. So today's the third Sunday of Advent reading. This is the joy candle. It says uh, right here in Matthew 2, 10 through 11, it says, When they saw the star, they were overjoyed on coming to the house. I think I need to read that again because in the scripture they were overjoyed. I'm hoping here we're also over. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Amen. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. And they bowed down and worshipped him. Who's ready to worship Jesus this morning? They bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. This morning, have we brought in our gift? Let's all stand this morning. Ladies, if you'd like to go ahead and light the candle this morning. Amen. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Let's give him a hand, folks. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Who's ready to worship Jesus? Amen. Amen. Let's sing out that song, Joy to the World. Sing it out. Worship him this morning. Let's remember his birth. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven, heaven, nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let man.
about low Christmas songs. Amen. Who wants to sing another one? Amen. Let's go deeper right here. Let's go.
breath. It's your breath. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. Pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only. this morning church yes Lord great is our Lord we love you Lord and we thank and praise you for this Advent season where we anticipate the coming of the Christ child and as we remember that blessed evening that night so long ago Lord let us also remember that you have come so that we might worship you in spirit and in truth. And Lord, you've called us to remember that we are to follow you, be like you, live the life of you that's inside of us so that as we give up ourselves, we look more like Jesus. So we thank and praise you that we can remember that as well as the birth of a little baby. And so as pastor comes this morning to deliver the message that you've given to his heart, may we remember that it is you that we are following. We love you so much, Jesus, and we claim victory over ourselves and our life yes. that the life of you might be seen in us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Amen. In our lungs, so we pour out our praise. Sing out the church. Sing. It's your breath. It's your breath. We set aside this, this the, we set aside this time for you right now. We thank you, God, for 
life, for the air we breathe, for the ability to have life. And I pray this morning that we would not take that for granted, but this morning we would adhere to your word, speak to our heart, speak to our life. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Thank you, worship team. Thank you so very much. Amen. Can we give our worship team a hand this morning? Amen. Thank you so very much. Could not do it without you. Mm. Amen. Well, it is so good to see your beautiful faces this morning. Um, and for all those who are watching online, we have, we have uh, I can't run through the list right now. I had one in my office, but you know who you are. You write the church. You're faithful with your tithes and offerings. We want to say thank you for being uh, a part of what we're doing here um, this is your church, and we are so glad to have you. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. Um, we, we know you can't make it uh, for, for many reasons, and, and some of you are living in other places, other countries. Amen. Uh, last we looked, again, we still got people in India watching, people in Israel watching, people in Bolivia watching, people in, uh, uh, I'm missing one, Peru. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to warn you ahead of time. Uh, I don't think the devil is going to like this message, but we are okay with that, right? Amen. Amen. So uh, true story. Uh, hearing a pastor um, who I, I know, church in downtown Perth, there's a pedestrian mall. And Friday night, there are thousands of people at this mall. It's a huge, huge outside mall, and uh, the church has complete liberty, surprisingly, uh, to street preach, and they do a lot of mini productions. Um, uh, they, they're allowed to have a small PA system with a microphone and some amplifiers and some to, to, to share the love of God and to, to do little skits and plays um, while people are walking by, and uh, they bring people to the Lord. And they had this idea to put on a skit. Um, they had someone dress up as the devil, and he was going to be taking on all challengers in an arm wrestling competition. So he's taunting the human race, and, uh, but then they had some of their church members dress up as superheroes. So they had uh, Superman, Spider-Man, and Batman in the skit who would rise to the challenge, and uh, on behalf of mankind, each one of them would proceed to be defeated by the devil because of their sin. Sorry to bust your bubble, but Batman, Spider-Man, and Superman all have sin, and they all need Jesus. And after they all got their butts kicked, a young little boy would show up, obviously a part of the play, part of the skit, he would show up. Uh, accept Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, and he would kick the devil's butt. It, it was yeah, thank you. A cheesy play, but hey, you know, it gets the message across that don't matter how small you are or how long you've been serving the Lord, uh, you are greater than the devil. And uh, Jesus lives in you. And, but before the play, uh, they sent the superheroes into the mall, listen to this, to advertise ahead of time. To walk around and create a bit of a stir. So here it is. Friday night. Thousands of people. Superman, Spider-Man, Batman. The pastor says just before the skit. Uh, they advertise. Batman is standing there. And hears commotion going on behind him. He turns around. And in the shop directly behind him. There's a burglary in progress. A young thug had an armload of clothes. And was trying to leave the store. The female shop attendant was holding the clothes, yelling, stop, stop. So Batman did what Batman does. <laughs> he, he hurries over, said, hey. The thief spun around, and Batman inadvertently moves in and headbutts him. Uh, the guy is stunned, and the pastor said the disciple was preaching his uh, uh, practicing his Batman voice and said, hey, those aren't yours. Give them back. And the thief panics, lets go of the clothes, and runs. Thinks he's getting away, but it just so happens that Spider-Man was nearby. 
And so he was watching the whole thing, and the pastor said that Spider-Man was actually a new believer. He uh, just came to the Lord. He was a new convert. And uh, he, he, um, it was crazy because he sees the thief, and he knows him. And uh, he, he goes, he, 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 Spider-Man says, Dave, Dave, what are you doing? And Dave looks at Spider-Man and says, how do you know me? This guy's having a bad day. And uh, so anyways, the young lady is back at the store on the phone reporting attempted burglary to the police. And they asked her, did, did, he, did they get anything? Are you hurt? She said, no, Batman saved me. <laughs> the man was eventually arrested and the cop needed to fill out his report was talking to the Batman and says, sir, what's your real name? And he said, Bruce Wayne. And <laughs> true story. This is true, folks. And the cops uh, went to write it down, and Batman said, no, 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 I'm just joking. We're doing a play. We're, we're doing a skit. And the, the police were, were just astonished about, you know, just what they're doing to let people know about God and the, the lengths they went through to do this. And not only that, um, Batman uh, did his job. And, but, but not every pastor can say on a Sunday morning or a disciple can give a report and say, hey, uh, four saved by Jesus, one crime handled by Batman. Amen? <laughs> I say that to say this. It's, it's a wonderful thing to see, uh, to have people think outside the box to reach the lost. As you know, we have a, a skit that we're doing. And Amanda taking on the challenge and Matt uh, with this play. I'm so excited. Thinking outside the box to... to to remind people that he came, he died, he was buried, and he rose. And he says, I never want you to forget the price I paid. Remembrance part two, amen. Who's ready to hear the word this morning? Amen, amen. We, uh, last week we spoke about how memory is important. If you're, if you're new with us this morning, I've noticed a few. If you're new with us, bear, bear with me. Uh, this is, this is um, kind of a recap. Jesus said, remember my body that was broken, the blood that was poured out for you. Don't ever forget the price that I paid because I love you. How God humbled himself, became a man. He knows now what it is to, to, to be hungry, to, to feel what we feel, to be rejected and to experience joy and happiness and betrayal he died conquered the grave he got himself the victory amen and he extends his salvation to me and you and he says don't ever forget because if you do it was it was all for nothing we received communion last week we said thank you lord for dying have uh, have a good day right is that what i said have a blessed day but how many know it doesn't end there? As we remember Christ sacrificing his life, we as follower, followers of Christ are challenged this morning to sacrifice our life. And my prayer is that no one, no one quits me now because it's a sermon like this. When Jesus preached to the, the multitude, it was the mega church when Jesus spoke these words is when the, the mega church dwindled to 12. So my heart and my, my prayer is that you stay with me, amen? Romans 6, 4 through 5, turn there with me. Romans 6, 4 through 5, and we'll be reading some more scriptures after this one. Paul speaks to us, the believers, to connect us with the experience of Christ. Listen to what he says right here, Romans 6, 4 through 5. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. This is so true. 
This is actually really profound. If, if Christ had to carry a cross, that means I have to carry one too. I'm going to say that again. If Christ had to carry a cross, that means I have to carry a cross too. When I say cross, I'm not talking about some wooden image or some something, uh, some jewelry or symbol on the wall. Um, when I talk about the cross, God in life sometimes has designed situations in our life that allows things to have the power to kill our flesh. You have to understand that God wants you to kill your flesh, the worldly desires, the things that pull us away from him, these cross situations. We thought it was the devil. Stay with me. Listen to me. But really, it's his life and it's a cross that we carry. Sometimes your cross can be your job. Can somebody say amen? You would have been arrogant and proud, but God knows exactly what kind of boss you need to keep you on your knees, praying, not relying on yourself, but on him. He knows exactly what you need to put you in a place of humility so you can experience his power. And as we kill the flesh, we can experience his victory. We say, Lord, I just want you to remove this. And he says, no, 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 no. That's your cross. That's your cross. If I had a cross, you got to have one too. I'd like to give a shout out to the single people. Uh, even to the single people watching online, we got a few, you know, you're waiting for somebody. Sometimes your cross can be waiting for, uh, waiting to, for intimacy, relationship, and, uh, which is nothing wrong with that, but not at the expense of sinning. Amen? Picking up your cross means killing our fleshly desires. I know it's not easy, especially when we live in a world that says, do what makes you happy. God would want you happy, Right? Yeah, that's true. God wants us happy, but he also wants you holy, righteous, and set apart. Maybe you're living without a companion. You thought, surely by now I would be married. It's been like, for me, it was like, gosh, 18, it felt like eternity for me before I met my wife, but you never, it's like, man, I thought by now I would be married. I thought by now my, my prince would come and get me. Or the princess would be there waiting for me to save her. I thought by now I would be married. But God is using this cross shape to shape you into the man or woman that you are destined to be. Because right now nobody might not be able to put up with you. Can I be honest? When I, was, when I was 15, I was thinking I was ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to get married right now, Pastor. Right now, maybe people ain't going to be able to put up with you, but he says, I, I, I want to form you. I'm trying to shape you into that man or woman because when, when, when you get married, I want you to stay married. When you get on fire, I want you to stay on fire. And so right now, it's, it's this cross. What a beautiful thing. I want to encourage you, young people, even to my kids right now that's listening, to the kids that's listening. Don't ever sell yourself short. It's an amazing thing when you find somebody who, who the Bible says that, what does the Bible say in Proverbs 31? It says that a virtuous woman is far worth more than rubies. Amen? Ladies, a godly man, a man who will love you, not for what you look like, but because Jesus lives in you and he wants to spend the rest of his life with you. That, that right there is worth more. 
it, it saved you a lot of heartache. Can I get an amen? amen. It saved you a lot of heartache, a lot of pain. So single people hear me. If it's any comfort, though, to the single people, I will assure you that married people did not get away without a cross. Because sometimes that cross is sitting right beside them. And we say, Lord, Lord, if I can just, if, we, if I can just, and Lord says, no, 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 you can't just. That is your cross. That's your cross. But this ain't fair. This ain't fair, God. Have you ever asked that? Don't say amen. This ain't fair. God says it's not about being fair. It's about me working my will in your life. Lord, if I can just, no, 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 you can't just. That's your cross. Sometimes your children are your cross. Everything is going haywire and crazy. Your children are getting on your last nerve. Breaking your heart, your cross is not made out of wood, but the nails that you feel is the pains of a child who still needs Jesus. And you're in that moment where you feel like giving up, and Jesus says, you're going to pick up your cross and follow me, or are you going to... Sometimes the pain you feel is the news of, from a doctor that tells you something that you don't want to hear. He says... If I had a cross, you got to have one too. Are you hearing me, church? Paul wants us to connect this message right here to you because Christ's story did not end on a cross and neither will ours. We all in this place this morning have a cross. And my question is, are you carrying your cross. It's not easy. I don't want to downplay what we go through, but let me remind you that Jesus not only carried a cross, but bore the sins of the world. He bore our sins. A heavy weight, a heavy price to pay. And Jesus says, if, if I can do it, and if my power lives in you, and if my power dwells in you, well, guess what? You also can do it. You also can pick up your cross and follow me. If I had a cross, you got to have one too. Ultimately, carrying your cross is killing your flesh, dying to your flesh, killing the sinful desires. What we want opposed to what God wants. Sacrificing your desires in exchange for God's desires. And how many of you know God wants to give you the desires of your heart? He really does. But at the end of the day, when we say it's not about me, not my will be done, but yours be done. Amen. It's so hard to go against this because we're so naturally drawn to what we want. But like a physical cross causes suffering, this metaphorical cross also causes suffering to our spiritual flesh. Jesus did not have to die on the cross. He chose to. You this morning don't have to. But how many of you know we're here this morning because we choose to pick up our cross and follow him? And as we get nailed to that cross, as we nail the flesh, the desires to the cross, those addictions, as we nail those to the cross, we be raised to life. Amen. I want to read Luke 9.23. It says, Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily. Notice how it says daily, daily, and follow me. Galatians 5.24, those who belong to Christ Jesus 
have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. My last scripture right here, 1 Peter 4.1. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind, for he who suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Not my will, but your will be done. This morning, what is your will? What is, what is, what is driving you? What's your will this morning? What's that thing that you just have to do? You just want to accomplish? It's okay, but at the end of the day, is, is it our will or is it God's will? Amen. He says, I never want you to forget the price I paid. Yes, I died. I rose again. We remember we take communion. We, we take of the bread and drink of the cup. We even do it backwards, like last Sunday. Thank you, church, for being merciful. This is how you, this is how you know you have a merciful church. You know, amen? When you, do, when you receive communion backwards, everybody says, hey, it's okay. Jesus knows our heart, Amen. We receive communion, and he says, it doesn't stop there. If I had a cross, you got to have one too. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Amen. Amen. This morning, I want to do something a little different. Uh, <clears throat> normally, I feel like sometimes we... we, we this is the time where people uh, automatically start leaving and, and um, which, you know, we got things to do, we got places to go and life, it's, it's okay. But this morning, I want to take some time and if you want to pray, I, I want to open these altars and we're just going to take some time. You just come down with your kids, with your spouse, by yourself, it does not matter, or stay in your pew, but we're going to take this time and pray and just get a hold of God. Maybe this morning you want to receive Jesus. Maybe this morning you need to come down to the altar here to my left, right here. You need to come down to this altar and you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You need to repent of your sins. Maybe this morning you need healing. Maybe this morning you need deliverance from something. Whatever it is this morning, God is here and he wants to help you. He wants to, he wants to deliver you. He wants to heal you this morning. And so I would ask if we could just stay quiet. Um, if you know someone who needs prayer and you want to pray for them, maybe they're not here this morning, and you want to stand in the gap, you want to go before God for them this morning, I would encourage you also to come down to the altar and just pray. And this, there is no rush. There is no time on this this morning. I want to encourage you to come down Pray and get a hold of God this morning. Amen. Amen.
Just take this time. Pray in your, in your, in your seat this morning. Get a hold of God. stand church let's stand to our feet amen we serve a good god amen we serve a good god yes amen amen you this morning, um, don't allow the commercials, the TV, the world to influence your Christmas season. There's nothing wrong with buying gifts and uh, listening to a little Christmas music, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town, but at the end of the day, let's never forget why we celebrate Christmas. And if it means that you don't have, you can't buy, if it means you go into debt to get, buy that gift that your child wants so bad, let me tell you, 
it'd be better that you just don't go into debt, have a good little dinner, give your children Jesus and have the Holy Spirit be in your home than to be stressed out because of the money and allow the world to influence. And really at the end of the day, the kids are, they end up playing with the rapper anyways. <laughs> hey, who's ever seen that? You're like, man, I just spent $200 and they're playing with the, with the cardboard. You know? Amen. Let's never forget. Amen. He says, remember, don't ever forget. Don't ever forget. And this morning, church, I want to, I want to remind you to, to encourage people, to invite people to the house of God. If not our church, maybe where they live, wherever they're at, wherever they're living in life. Invite them to the house of God. Because how I many you know we need God's house? We need fellowship. We need to be surrounded by like-minded people. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Hallelujah. My brother, my brother in the blue, I, I so apologize. Uh, Reuben, uh, yeah, my boy. So I so apologize. Give me your name again. John. That's right, John. John, could you please come down and give us a blessing? Dismiss us this morning, sir, please. Amen. Let's all bow our heads, church, as John. Um, he says he's not good at this, but how many of you know Jesus, Jesus doesn't, he, he just wants a willing heart. Amen. Let's bow our heads, church. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Lord, I just want to thank you for letting us gather here today and uh, remembering you um, in our bodies, our hearts, and that we never forget what this is about not just through this season, but all year long. And Lord, uh, yes, this in your loving name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Be blessed this morning. See you next week. Amen. Have a blessed day. Thank you, my brother.